Hey, you're now listening to the Longkang Kitties Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Longkang Kitties. This is John Wang, your most handsome non-pedophile ever on the face of the planet. We have Angie and we have Jerry today with us on the episode. How are you guys doing today? Not a pedophile either. Not a pedophile, not a simp. I don't touch children with love. By the way, Jerry, I heard a disturbing rumor about you. Oh. I heard that you once farted in the room and all three of your cats threw up. <laughs> okay. not, not far from the truth. Not far from the truth. <laughs> okay. So today, we have uh, a few stories. John's up. sense of humor is getting worse and worse. No. I feel. Fuck off. You know, there's this one time, right? One of our cats farted in bed and two of us bolted out of the room. It was that bad. Okay. Okay. Right. I think my joke was funny. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's b- both not funny. <laughs> Today we are talking about Amos E. Amos E. Oh my god. He faced deportation if convicted of child porn charges. I hope he doesn't come back. You know what's the worst part about preparing for this episode? I gotta to listen to our episode one. Our inaugural first pilot episode. Because that was the first time we also talked about Amos E. Oh really? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Oh, we've come full circle. What the hell? We've come full fucking circle. And I tell you, uh, first, first thing first, right? To our listeners, if any one of you right, have been listening since episode one or have listened to episode one, I salute you, sirs and madams, madams and sirs. All of you, right, are the true champions of this universe. I listened to the episode one and I wanted to vomit the whole fucking time. It was that bad. <laughs> Anything be before uh, episode 20, I think it's just dismally terrible yes. or episodes and I think anything before like episode 40 was also just pretty still still pretty bad uh, <laughs> so it took us all. a lot of time to get yeah. not too bad yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for here. continuing to you know listen to us and, and thanks for chucking on encouraging yeah. us thanks for sticking around thanks for sticking yes. around yeah. and in, <laughs> in our <laughs> inaugural episode by the way, MG, <laughs> you have made an accurate prediction, right, from that episode. Oh, what did I say? I don't remember precisely, but you say that this guy, right, is going to get himself into even bigger trouble. And I also say something along the lines of, if he doesn't get punished for what he did before, then he's not going to grow as a person. So anyway, my opinions back then is also fucking cringe. La. Oh man, I can't believe I said all that shit. You were so serious. I'm going to fucking, yeah. I'm going to fucking disavow everything I've said, right? Uh, just... Prior to episode sixty, so and everything <laughs> everything before the episode fifty is uh, yeah, you know. Is, uh, is By the way, if you ever want to get us into trouble, just listen to our old uh, episodes and then take snippets out of context, and then uh, yeah. there will be a lot of incriminating things that we've said. Uh. Of course, I don't think there's Im- incriminating, but well, I was just very cringe, la. I, I, uh, Okay, anyway, <laughs> it is time. Let us go full circle. Let us discuss Amos E. And what this little fucking rascal has been doing. So actually for a while, right, after he seeked political asylum in the US, he gotten himself into some sort of trouble talking about uh, pedophilia online. Mm. And he's saying that it's actually uh, like some sort of like sexual preference and that it's actually good for the, for the kids. And then the kids, some of the kids actually agree with it. And he was trying to science his way out of it. He was trying to be like, yeah, there's only so many academic 
uh, material on this, therefore it is inaccurate. But then the academic material that I have is completely 100% accurate. And all of these that I've cherry picked are saying pedophilia is good because the kids love it. So, by the way, this is a real thing. Uh. This is a real story. Yes. He even said that babies can give consent, right? Like I, by like something like that. Like I was just giggling or what? I was just thinking of what Angie was saying and what John just said. And like, if you cut that, if you cut that bit out, it's like John saying pedophilia is good. <laughs> <laughs> this terrible. <laughs> We're gonna get in so much trouble this episode. Just to clarify, Amos E said that, not John. Yeah, Amos E said that. Although, if you want to cut this out and then make John like a, a victim of online harassment, please do. <laughs> uh, I'm already constantly harassed by Angie's harassers. Anyway, is he actually trolling or not? <laughs> because if he's trolling, right, this is the next level troll already. So I'm trolling you so hard, right, that I actual child porn in my computer. Yeah. So is he trolling or not? I Okay, I would like to put this theory out there in the universe. And my actual theory is, Amos E, when he first started trolling about pedophilia, he was trying to be a shock jock. Because back then when he first went into the US and so, uh, had political asylum, uh, he was a nobody there. He wanted to get famous. And the fastest way to get your, yourself famous is to take a very, very extremely unpopular position, you know, for everybody to be to attack you on. So, which is what he did, uh, with his, with, with his first foray into child pornography. And then I feel like for him, in order. Not child porn, uh, pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah. So, for him to actually, like, research all these things, he started reading. And then, as you know, like, when we get into rabbit holes, right, you kind of get sucked into it. So, like, the more he reads about pedophilia, the more he finds himself aroused by, you know, child pornography and stuff. And then he becomes a pedophile. And he, like, cycled himself yeah. so hard. Into being a pedophile, and when he was when he was trying to be a shock jock, when he was there, he was he's actually what in his late teens. Yeah, so he was in his late teens, mentally not fully formed yet. Yeah, you know? and then to to like and then when people were like, tell, and of course he's one of those like trolls where if you attack him, he's gonna like dig down even deeper, and then like no, this is right, and blah 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 blah, and then so trying to convince people about how pedophilia is actually okay, I think he managed to psycho himself. <laughs> So it's like, the, the, it's like the Sun Tzu Ping Fa, right? It's like, <laughs> understand yourself, you can win a thousand battles. But yeah. if you throw yourself, yeah. you can have a thousand child porn on your computer and yeah. it's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I think that's the next level Sun Tzu Th- Ping This is my right? theory about Amos E. La. I, you know, you're probably on the money. But I will say, right, that I don't think he's that deliberate. La. And the trolling part, right, I think he really wanted to troll people so fucking hard, right? And he really wanted to show them Hey, you know, you all your positions are so fun. But then another thing you said about Amos E on the first episode, right, was you said, oh, he wants, he wants, he's trying that so desperately hard, right, to prove he's smarter than everybody else. Mm. And I think this also kicks into gear now. Yeah. He tried to prove to everybody, right, that, oh my god, I'm so much smarter than you. I'm going to have actual child porn on my computer, right, just to prove that I'm smarter than you. So and it's a, I have to prove it so that, right, even if I have child porn, it is not wrong because pedophilia is not wrong. Yep. So therefore, I'm not committing a crime because all this is not wrong. You just, you guys are just not smart enough. Yep. I'm, I'm just wondering when you'll start <laughs> using the sovereign person defense. <laughs> oh, let me read this to you. Uh. This was during his... Uh, during his bond hearing on uh, last week, I think. During his bond hearing uh, on Friday, this is taken from the Chica- Chicago Sun-Times, he made several attempts to defend himself, claiming he had information he could provide about his case. Do not open your mouth right now, Amos, 
the assistant public defender repeatedly <laughs> warned him. Shut your fucking hole! <laughs> Just keep your mouth shut. This is what his public defender was saying to him. Judge John F. Like Jr. was unswayed, saying the charges were significantly more than an online troll who was trying to get a rise out of someone. I just love the fact that the assistant public defender had to be like, do not open your mouth right because now, Amos. I think Amos is still thinking he's in a psyop, you see? He's still thinking, yeah, I'm running the biggest fucking psyop in history and all of you are in on it. Sorry, oh, I'm in on it, all of you are not in on it and all of you are getting thrown so hard right now. Yeah, high five all around. I think he's lost like all all he's links pretty- to reality maybe. Well, he, he, all links to reality, all forms of revenue. Yes. And he uh, definitely, you know, everyone, like, I've, I've seen a couple of YouTube videos of, of, from people who have debated him in the past, and they were saying, is he really a troll? But if you're if you are a troll, you would just, like, troll and, <laughs> you know, that's gone. Or maybe he's trolling so hard. No, 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 but like Amos E's trolling has never been a hair hair kind of troll. He's like the grandiose, you know, he's yeah, got this yeah. huge persona and he's like telling you all the shit that you don't know because he's so much smarter but than you. But here's the thing, would you would you troll people or troll the world to the point it you lose everything? No, the point. Okay, but he's got so nothing to lose, he, honestly. He debated one of the uh, internet celebrity known as internet aristocrat. So, but now known as Mr. Metaker, he is one of the biggest Irishmen on on YouTube. And Mr. Metaker, right, he's a master troll as well. And he basically got Amos E to admit that Amos E is currently executing a troll job. And everybody on the stream, right, laughed at Amos and and Mr. Metaker was like, oh, I'm out, I got you to admit it. Then Amos E was still like, you know, have the furious red face trying to defend himself. No, I, I didn't admit that. And then, so by then, right, he was so fucking humiliated, right? This is the next logical step to troll himself. <laughs> <laughs> Only by... If you can fool yourself, you can fool the world. And if you can troll yourself, you can troll the world. So he trolled himself into a pedophile. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. That is the only conclusion I can reach. I mean, honestly, right? Um, so, okay, let me just read this Straits Times article. Singaporean blogger Amos E20, he's only 20 this year, oh my gosh, yeah. uh, was charged with solicitation and possession of child pornography in an Illinois court on Friday, according to local media reports. He allegedly exchanged nude photos and thousands of messages with a 14-year-old Texas girl while in Chicago. According to the report, prosecutors obtained messages he exchanged between April and July last year, which included nude photographs he asked for and received from the girl as well as nude photos of himself that he sent to her. They said that the girl repeatedly brought up her age and he had told her to remove her age from her WhatsApp profile. After their relationship soured, the girl reached out to a group called interested in exposing pedophiles and Homeland Security officials were notified uh, said the report citing prosecutors I'm gonna create a new group uh, interested in trolling yourself can you all join that group please <laughs> what the fuck is this name <laughs> naming convention is just like did the Singaporean name this did the Singaporean government like the new sand new water people name this oh my goodness sounds like it interested in exposing pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just interested I'm just Extreme. I'm an enthusiastic, interested person, but I am not going to actually do it. <laughs> so fucking funny. Anyway, is, is the group name really interested in? Yes, it, like here. It just uh, wrote that. Yeah. Yeah, the girl reached out to a group called and quotation marks interested in exposing people. By the way, in the article, right? I think it's all non-capitalized, right? Yeah, it's non-capitalized. Like, yeah, it's non-capitalized. <laughs> <laughs> I read it and I. It's the fucking funniest thing. Yeah, and I'm just like, what but the fuck is anyways, this? My biggest concern is... Okay, well, there are a few things that I'm a bit like, huh? 
If you guys go take a look at the photo of Amos E right now, I'm like, which 14-year-old girl will receive a nude photo of this guy and be like, okay, yeah, I want to continue a relationship yeah, with exactly. him. There is something very disturbing about that. He's definitely got the pedal stash and the pedal... Like, you know, he's... The, the he, yeah. I think, like, I don't know, just looking at the photo, he, he just... His eyes, especially, he looks like he's just completely lost all sense of... He's dead on the inside. Yeah, he's dead on the inside, you know? He's just yeah. a dead fish eye. Anyways, and the other thing that I'm very concerned about is the fact that he might he might lose his asylum status and then... Yeah, that would be a real shame. Yeah, he's a, he'll be problems. revoked and then he could be deported. What I want to know is, can we like cancel his citizenship so he doesn't come back to Singapore? Then, then he, he can just be like, a stateless, sovereign person. Then he, he's like, in that Tom Hanks movie, he got to live in the airport forever. <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody reinstates his citizenship somewhere. <laughs> what happens, uh, like if he his asylum status is revoked and he gets charged with this, is, does he have to go to jail in the US or he has to be deported and then serve his jail time elsewhere? Most likely he's deported. Mm. Deported to where though? Singapore. Can we not take him back? Well, now, this is what? You, but you, actually, think, you think this is a game show? Is it? This is John Wong game show? Is it? But actually, right? Like, or I think ABCD can optional cho- <laughs> multiple choice one. Uh. A, do not take him back. <laughs> B, take him back with options. So, anyways, I, I was reading online and people were commenting that he, um, because he did not serve his NS, like when if he gets deported back here, he will be charged additionally for um yeah, yeah. for what yeah, is it? Charge him with everything. Yeah. What yeah. what is it? A O A W O L A wall. Is that true? Yeah, it will be. But he he like, was seeking he, asylum though. He will go to he will go to prison first for avoiding NS, and then whatever that's left of the two years he will serve it out. And if Can he, you imagine Amos E in NS? Can you know what's the problem? Everyone is like, oh, he go NS or teach him a good lesson. I'll tell you, I guarantee you one hundred. He will teach right NS now. a good lesson. No, no, I guarantee you one hundred percent right now. All the regulars are like quaking in their boots. Yeah, none of them are like, him. no, don't give him to me. It, they they were fucking stressed on the CMPB doctors that like, please give him a pass F so he can get the fuck out of the army. I don't want him at all. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. Well, because if you have What's a pass F? okay, pass F is you don't have to serve NS. Yeah, uh-huh. it's physical. Pass A is you're the highest yeah. physical status or the so-called in good shape, la. Right. Uh, and nobody wants to take Amos E because he can anytime accuse you of molesting him yeah. like what he did to his whatever, mentor right his counsellor yeah. Counselor. Yeah. yeah or he can commit suicide which also looks bad on the guy's army career exactly so no there, there are no good options here just throw him in prison forever and then have lock up throw away the key and then just have the amnesty international right just constantly barking at us then we can say hey are you defending a pedophile then we're like, mm, not my fucking problem <laughs> This is where the death penalty comes in handy, I guess. You want to kill Amos e? uh, I don't really want to kill him. Then. I don't really want to kill him, uh, but I, I guess it's better than him rotting in jail, right? I don't no, want to no, spend... No, 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 no. It's better that he rots in jail. It's, we can just forget about him. Like, yeah. forever. But, but if we kill him, we can also forget about him. No, then somebody got to kill him. No, but oh. the thing is, right, he's now being held and, uh, on a million dollar bond, so unless yeah. someone can pay a million dollars... Who the hell is going to pay for him? Come on. Other f- pedophiles. Oh, that's true, uh. <laughs> Interested in releasing pedophile interest group. <laughs> they will come together and then like do a fundraiser for Amos E. Yeah. We have to defend Amos E because he's protecting our pedophilic rights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you pedophiles get to work. Holy shit. Yeah, but but no, seriously, I, I would prefer he doesn't come back because why why waste another cent of tax money on this person? 
I kind of want to... Okay, I'm split on this. Me as a responsible Singaporean citizen, I'm like, please don't let Amos come back. Like, just no. But me as the giant fucking troll on the inside that I'm tr- I truly am, I'm like, please let Amos come back so I can watch more drama. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to stir up more shit when he comes back. Too bad he's turned 20 already. Eh? Melissa Chen should just adopt him. <laughs> oh I, my think, gosh. I think she would rather kill her dog than to adopt Amos <laughs> And you know how much she loved that fucking dog. Let me just read this little part I just saw on the Straits Times article. Another funny name community. In a Facebook post on Friday, New York-based Singapore Singaporean activist Melissa Chen, a former advocate of E, appeared to confirm their account. She wrote that she had been first alerted to E's alleged activity anonymously more than a year ago by an individual from the community of MAP. quote MAP. Minor attracted people hunters. Oh, okay lah. No. No, okay lah. Better than interested. Minor in attracted people hunters. They just want a cool acronym, ma. This is not cool, guys. This is not map cool. hunter. Not cool. Map hunter. No. <laughs> I'm a map hunter, yo. Yeah, and then un- until you have to explain, oh, map stands for minor attracted people. No, then other people just automatically, oh, you're hunting for treasure maps, is it? Are you looking for pirate booty? Then, no, no, no. I'm looking for people who are interested in children's booty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, moving on. Moving, moving on. on to the next sexual predator. Well, okay, like, it's not a predator. But another sexual deviant. Oh my goodness, all these universities are... Honestly, uh, there are so many like sexual harassment, sexual... Crimes being committed these days. I just keep seeing them. It's really uh, NUS really should just change their name to sexual the National Union of Sexual Deviancy. Yeah. I mean that's like NUSD. This, yeah, this this place right is just churning out like sex fiend after sex fiend after sex fiend. It's just a hot bit like, for I'm sexual just, deviancy. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is it because we have so little universities in Singapore, which is why like I mean it's where do you got any issue? Have, have. is it as is it as not as jala not as jala right? Yeah, but have. But we also have other universities. Okay, yeah. la, there's a bunch of colleges and whatnot, right? SMU. SMU? Yeah. There was a couple of cases from SMU, right? Okay, then, no? yeah. But also, once again, not as much as NUS. There is is NUS a, the biggest? Maybe it's just a numbers game. NUS and NTU should be the biggest. Then after that will be SMU. I have a oh, feeling no. it's also because NTU and US, they do have... Hostels. Hostels. And usually when there's no... Uh, okay, guys. You have to admit it, lah. People who are in university are kids. They are not and adults. Hardy. Okay, so, sorry guys. If you guys think you're adults, you're not. You're just boys and girls in, in just a higher level of education, that's all. This coming from the 630 million year old yeah. dinosaur. Seriously, seriously. I honestly, in other, case, in other places, maybe you would have uh, assumed that a 20-year-old can make better life decisions. <laughs> but in Singapore, I don't think so. Yeah, but we're not talking about 20-year-old kid this time. We're mm. talking about an actual... Lecturer, right? Yeah, he's, uh, okay. he's a lecturer from Tembusu College. That's uh, true. That's within true. the NUS uh, faculty. Okay, so strictly speaking, not NUS, but still within the same fucking campus. Angie, bring us up. Yes, okay. Jeremy Fernando, uh, the Tembusu College professor who was sacked by the NUS, had an intimate association with an undergraduate, the university said in a statement on Wednesday, October 21st. The university received two complaints alleging that Dr. Fernando had behaved inappropriately as a teaching staff. All allegations of misconduct are taken seriously and the university stands firm against all forms of inappropriate behavior. On receiving the initial complaint, the university immediately placed 
The staff member on suspension and started investigation. The internal investigation established that Dr. Fernando had an intimate association with an undergraduate and this was a serious breach of the university's code of conduct for staff members and it acted swiftly to dismiss Dr. Fernando. The two students were advised to report the allegations of sexual misconduct to the police in the company of an NUS staff. So basically, um, he had an intimate relationship with the undergraduate student so, the NUS Victim Care Unit, the VCU, care officers explored the option of making a police report with both students who complained and then assured them of continued support by the VCU if they choose to do so, which would include accompanying them to the police station. The director of the Tembusu College also advised the students uh, similarly. But both students uh, later decided not to report the matter to the police. On October 7th, he was dismissed following internal investigations. Of course... This completely missed the men behaving badly episode, which is a uh, what a fucking crying shame. But the thing that we really want to talk about is the aware's response to the students not wanting to make a police report, but then mm. Tembusu making the fucking police report anyway. Okay, I'll just read aware statement on this. Uh, it's a pretty lengthy statement, and this is uh you can find this on the aware's IG and probably most other official platforms. Okay, yeah, Facebook so, page for sure. Yeah, statement on NUS Tembusu College Don case and mandatory reporting of sexual assault. We learned today that the National University of Singapore, in the case of Jeremy Fernando, filed a police report about Fernando's misconduct, despite the two survivors' unwillingness to do so. We have heard from some NUS students, as well as some other netizens, who are disappointed by this decision by NUS. It is not clear why NUS went ahead and filed a police report. It may be that the university felt legally obligated to do so because Section 424 of the Criminal Procedure Code imposes a duty on those made aware of a crime to report it, unless they have a reasonable excuse to not report. We can understand why some are upset at NUS's action. From a trauma-informed, survivor-centric perspective, it is not ideal to file a report if a sexual assault survivor is reluctant. A crucial component of healing from trauma is regaining a sense of control, a sense that is often eroded during an invasive, violating assault. Survivors should, as much as possible, be allowed to exert their own autonomy and agency in their own cases. We believe this is an essential principle for support services of for trauma, victims of trauma. After all, a survivor would probably be less inclined to access support, even if she desperately needed it, from a service that would force her to do things against her will. Hence, at our sexual assault care centre, staff allow clients to make up their own minds about reporting and we do not ourselves file reports on their behalf, outside of exceptional situations in which the client is in imminent, imminent danger or a minor. Okay, end of it. Oh wait, no. So the, the long long story short is women complaining la. Can a report also cannot, don't report also cannot. La. I think that's the that's kind of the, the, the easiest way to, to paraphrase. I just think right that there's there's no win, no. There's no win yeah. for for anybody. Everybody's always complaining, everybody's always bitching, aware top at the fucking list. Previously, when NUS had all the spate of uh, sexual uh misconduct and, and assaults and whatever, right? Then they, they lambasted uh, NUS saying, hey, you're not doing enough. Then now, they're like, hey, you know what? Let us cover our own fucking backside to go and report this case to the police despite the victim's uh, insistence of not to for whatever their own reason. Uh, right now. If you have knowledge of the of a crime that's going on and you don't report it, right? Then later, anything happen, I'll uh, come back to you. you know? Right now. I mean, this is, a, this is a legal matter. 
Then like this also cannot. What lan I don't know what to do. No, man. I think the the most important thing was how NUS handled the whole thing because I think the first couple of Is statements. Is NUS that, or Tembusu? Uh, Tembusu. Yeah. Uh, well, the first couple of statements that they put out was very unsatisfactory. And then, like, uh, I think a lot of NUS students internally made complaints about how um, they have not addressed any of the issues. My own, like, questions about this is not so much about the complaining, as John likes to put it. Uh, it's more about, like, what should be the actual procedure here? Because I don't, I don't know what are the actual, uh, circumstances surrounding this case. Because they said intimate association, but there there wasn't any further details on so, what that means. I think the, like, does it mean that he he coerced the students into like? I, I don't sexual... think that's the case. I I got a feeling right that all of it is consensual, and then what Tembusu is doing right is to report that this guy has violated their code of conduct. At least that's what they are starting with. Anything else that kind of like surface later, right? Then they kind of leave themselves room to go and exp- to go and uh, fill in the gaps later. And I think that's why the initial the statement that was released, right, was very unsatisfactory mm. because there's a lot of detail they cannot release, ma. They cannot release the student's name. They cannot release a lot of the yeah. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch of details, right? That if they release, they get themselves into trouble. Mm. And, Basically, and certain details, right, will reveal the identity of the of the quote unquote yes. victims, right? Mm. So basically, like according to this uh, CNA article, right? According to the NUS Code of Conduct for staff, staff members must not engage in an intimate relationship with an undergraduate student and ensure that they do not place themselves in a position of conflict of interest. So from this, I take it to mean that um, the conflict of interest comes when, like you know, there is a confusion of the uh, authority between the the student and the faculty, faculty member, and then possibly uh, advantages might be given to the student, i.e., better grades or whatever, Suck or more leniency. <laughs> so, like, okay, so that's that's one thing. The victims have already complained, and they said that they do not want to uh, report to the police. But then now, my question is: Should the victim Tim's choice of whether or not they want to report this be factored. I think the guy still needs to be punished, right? There's also a policy issue. I think it was highlighted in Aware's uh, 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 social media post. NUS needs an official reason to terminate a staff. Right? I mean, obviously, there is, a, there is the sexual misconduct part. After the internet investigation, it's like, okay, there's a sexual misconduct or there's a teacher-student relationship misconduct. And then they move to terminate this contract. Uh, they, they whoever's termi- contract got terminated, they also need to have a reason. Right? Like, hey, hey, you you violated these terms, and this constitutes a crime in our books, and we're going to report you to the police. And then, therefore, your your contract is terminated. I don't think it constitutes a crime in their books. I think they are just trying to cover their backside. I mean, and here's the and la. here's the thing: schools, right, are not equipped, right, to go and deal with these kind of cases. They have no way, right, of determining whether a crime has been committed or not. Yeah, and that's for they hand it off to the police, right, which mm-hmm. I think is probably the right move. Yeah, yeah, And exactly. the last thing you want, right, is for schools, uh, to, to go and, like, have this US-style witch hunt, right, to go and assemble a panel of SJWs and grass-eating other kids 
to go and determine whether you have committed a crime or not. No, the other thing is like for schools to make the decision, right? Then remember the case where um the guy who was uh the Monica Bay guy, he was let off so so lightly because the the school was like, hey, uh, well, you know, he got he, a bright future. Yeah, he got a yeah. bright future, man. Exactly. He uh, we are just giving him like one semester off, so then you know, uh, na na nothing else. Yeah, but it's enough, like uh, enough deterrent, like a uh, punishment for him. Like fuck that shit, lah. So, anyways, uh. Aware also said this, regarding mandatory reporting, we know that many organizations, corporations, and individuals do not follow Section 424, so there is great inconsistency in its practice. We ourselves have struggled with this practice because, as explained above, it runs counter to our effectiveness as a counseling provider. Alongside other organizations like Beyond Social Services, Aware has previously asked the government to clarify this section, specifically on whether counseling centers may be excused from this duty if there is no imminent risk of harm to the client. We ask again for such a clarification to prevent further confusion and stress for both services and clients. And I think this is actually a really good thing to bring up because someone, a victim, right, who comes to a counselling centre, probably only wants counselling. Uh, hang on. Before that, right, there's a very big distinction between what AWARE is doing and what Tembosu is course, doing. Of course, no. like the Whatever misconduct has has happened, right, uh, happened on Tembosu grounds. Yes. And I, or at least with the staff and its students. And I think that is the big differentiating. If let's say AWARE, right, the campus or wherever their office is, right, there's a sexual assault going on, they will have a very different tune to all this happening as opposed to mm. a person coming in for counselling, right? So yeah. I think that is the, that is the factor that is, that's different here. Uh, no, I think it's good that they brought that up because then we know that there are all these various things to navigate and to think about. And I, like for myself, I think Tembusu was right in reporting it regardless. A, for me, it's very clear that any person who has, uh, you know, crossed boundaries or like crossed lines or mm-hmm. might have abused their authority ought to be brought to justice. Uh, and also to uh. yeah, or at least scrutinize. So mm-hmm. in in case it happens again, let's say he he applies for a job somewhere else, uh, and this is only and because this was only handled internally, it was not reflected in his uh, CV that he fucking did some shit like this, right? And then he gets another job and he abuses his authority again. If he did lah, I'm not saying that he did stuff like this. I think regardless of what the victim thinks, the organization an organization like Tembusu should have the right. Or should be uh, reporting this to the police. And As for like counseling centers, I don't think they they should, mm-hmm. unless the victim has consented to I, do so. I also think that like NUS and Tembusu needed to put make a police report because they need to make things official. They need to put things in black and white because if they don't do that and they just dismiss a professor based on student complaints, then every every student who wishes to we- threaten a professor can weaponize this. <laughs> and they just they just need to it's like it's almost like oh you can complain without any without any consequence and then we'll just dismiss the professor i i just feel like things surrounding this debacle is really um frustrating i guess as a woman tell me why it frustrates you it frustrates me that there are so many like sexual crimes reported recently i don't know if i'm just paying more attention now to news because there's nothing else to do in my life and i'm just reading like news after news after news of sexual assault crimes and I'm just like maybe maybe you know instead of having death penalty for people who traffic drugs we should have death penalty for guys who are have like who are oh, like raping women oh yeah like not just to, guys, to not just deter guys. them okay. you know people, as a people. deterrent for people uh, who want to commit you know crime. we should have death penalties for, for women who 
who pour hot boiling hot water on their boyfriend's cross. <laughs> I think we should have death penalties for that. <laughs> Let's just have death penalty for everything, yeah, right? Hey, you yeah. just you just threw a cat off off the off the top HDB floor of Yishun. Death penalty for you, bitch. Oh yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Just death penalty or anybody we don't like, just kill them, uh. What the yeah. fuck? There are just some people who who just deserve pe- death penalty. Another uh, another angle to look at this this uh, professor, this Jeremy Fernando, seems to appear as a feminist. Seems to appear as someone who's you know on the side of women. And yeah, then, what a what a surprise! Yeah, you know what a fucking surprise! All these male feminists, right? They, this whole time they've been concealing a hidden agenda. Who fucking knew? Who fucking knew that all these guys, right, would come out and like, I support women, women, the best we need to empower women. All these fucking Women's guys. rights. Let them have the power to vote. Yeah, all these fucking guys, who fucking knew that this whole time, all they wanted, this was just a strategy to get into women's pants. Honestly, right, the more this happens, the more I have distrust of like male feminists. Every time like a dude tells me he's a male feminist, I'm like, yeah, bro. Probably like <laughs> doing put like put some that in your next dating comment. Yeah, put that in your next should, one date yeah. wonder. Male feminist, oh I'm out, fuck off. I've actually never dated a male feminist before. Yeah, that's why you haven't been raped yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been raped because I'm a smart person. Hence not dating the male feminist. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't oh. been to NUS. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, any guy who like right off the bat tells you something uh, is problematic. Any guy who tells you, oh, I'm so ready to settle down is probably not a dude who is ready to settle down. Anyone who tells you, yeah, you know, all these things, oh, I'm a male feminist, he's probably not a male feminist. No, he probably is, but he's still a rapist also. I mean, you can be both. Uh. It's a predatory male feminist. Yeah. Interested in raping like other the, feminists. The real, the real male feminists that I know, dudes who are like good, good people, and really believe in these things, they never proclaim the fact that they are male feminists. They show it by their actions. They don't say it. That's that's what the world needs more of. Yes. You know? Less talk, more action. No lah, just keep identifying yourself. Oh. Just keep adding pronouns and identifiers. and Attack helicopter. Yeah, attack helicopter <laughs> and whatever. Then that, that, anyway. that's how you get people to be on your side, you see. It's just like this Fernando fella. All his talk of insemination and, and whatever. <laughs> I mean, who who didn't know that he was a fucking creep to begin with? Who didn't know that? Hey, only, no, only only feminists and male feminists wouldn't know it. The thing about this whole thing, uh, okay, so he wrote some um thesis, is it essay was or it what? Like some es- yeah, I think it's like an essay. He wrote an essay where he was talking about like a student professor relationships or something. I don't really like the witch hunt going on from that because I feel like intellectual exploration is very different from actually acting out on these intellectual explorations. Yeah, tell that to Amos E. <laughs> Who's gonna say but that? But Amos E is like a whole other, well, other he was just, kind of He was just man. intellectually, intellectually exploring pedophilia, <laughs> okay? <laughs> anyways, anyways. Talking about death penalty. <laughs> oh, segways are fucking terrible. Oh, Today is just a bad day. Yeah. So, talking about death penalty, Charles Yeo wants to shoot me in Minecraft. Because I don't support minimum wage. So guys, what do you think of the minimum wage? I, I'm actually very surprised that Workers' Party actually put out what thousand three as the minimum wage sum. How much do you think it should be? I was very surprised. I was expecting them to go for something like 2000 or 1008. Yeah, please. Uh, Workers' Party is the party that is like, we want to rock the boat, but the rock is like a little like, gentle like, pet. Like, like that? Like that? Yeah, it's like, what is, it's a boop. Yeah. <laughs> 
I boop you on the nose. <laughs> yeah, boop you on the nose. Sort of like boop. Like, no, come on. Seriously. They've just been like so gentle with the stuff that they push forward. But anyways, I don't know how they arrived at 1,000 Yeah, I don't. It's definitely not enough. I was I was telling some of the guys that when I my first job was 1,007. And that was 20 years ago. 20 fucking years ago was 1,007. And... But you are a graduate, uh, I think I think when they no, no. mean like thousand three Holy. Yeah, but still a graduate from I think they they mean like menial uh, yeah, yeah. cleaning jobs or whatever. Yeah. There should be a minimum. So so that's the thing, like wages have not gone up, that's for sure. Maybe oh, they yes. can address that because poly graduates who are going to their first jobs now are still getting thousand six, thousand seven. And that's yeah. the twenty year gap and there's no increase. It's ridiculous, eh? We've gone through just three recessions just already. Just look at how much the DHDB has appreciated since we've, like 20 years ago. Yeah, we've gone through three recessions. We've gone through twice uh, two GST increments and wages have not gone up for 20 years. Except for wages of ministers. Uh, and uh, MRT CEOs. And MPs. Oh wait, they, take, they took a little, tiny little pay cut. Tiny little one. For three months only, right? Yeah. <laughs> what fucking heroes oh my gosh hey don't you know we love the PAP here we love the PAP we, we the appreciate PAP. the fact that they are willing to come down to our level mm. and take a pay cut all hail all hail all hail the PAP so anyway the with regards to minimum wage right actually I have a better solution let's have a maximum UBI let's have a maximum wage <laughs> let's just have maximum wage oh. wage then, cap wage cap no then that way right everybody is paid the same Including ministers, including uh, John, are you a fucking socialist? Are you a dirty socialist now? Have you? Actually, he's a, a fucking communist. Is what he is. Okay, I'm a fucking this whole socialist time, right? is not like a communist. Is what he's. Uh, Behold, my sickle and hammer, shring shring. <laughs> okay, so we should definitely have a maximum wage instead of a minimum wage, so that I everybody can be equal. UBI. UBI is not going to happen in Singapore. How is UBI going to happen in Singapore? It already happened during the circuit breaker. Well, yeah. That's not a UBI. Well, it's a U- test for UBI. Anyway, um, another thing that I thought is interesting was Jameis. Jameis. Opa Jameis. Who scarily looks like Amos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, no. how, they t- how differently they turn out. <laughs> hey, but very gross. Eh? I saw like some photos of yeah. like Jameis when he was younger. And then if you put it with like Amos's younger photos, they always look like the same oh, my person. God. Amos E is a time traveler. That's the only explanation. Oh my god. He hey, wait. Maybe Jameis, right, is Amos E. But he, that's Amos E after he went through jail for being a pedophile. Then he got his wait. head sorted, right? And then he time traveled he and became Jameis E. He, he knows Jameis the future already. <laughs> then he knows how to subvert <laughs> the PAP. Mm. And that's why he but somehow magic... I, I never heard of Jameis, Jameis Lim before of uh, before this election. Have you? Yeah. Have Even you? the name is so similar. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> so he went from MAP hunter to MP. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, be, he went from MAP, mm. not an MAP oh, okay, hunter. Okay. MAP, yeah. But yeah, the A know. stands for Amos. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, Opa Jameis came up with... Uh, oh, stop the, calling uh, him that. So gross. Okay, okay. Jameis Lim, Jameis Lim. Okay, so uh, Workers' Party MP Jameis Lim came up with... Uh, he, he was kind of like taking pot shots at the union leaders. Saying that, you know, all oh, your folksy wisdom is, is very old-fashioned. So this is how we should be going forward. Minimum wage models and everything. And then it, only for these union leaders to come out and say, hey, you guys are the ones that's outdated, okay? We've been pushing for progressive wage. And then 
in certain sectors, we're not even looking at 1,003 as minimum anymore. You know, 1,005 is a minimum for some, some, uh, some sectors. You guys are the ones that outdated your information, and you guys call us outdated. So Wait, that but was a like, lot of shit I mean, saying forth. certain sectors is fucking stupid, lah. We are talking about minimum wage for everybody. Angie, if you want UBI, right? What you have to do is to somehow uh, connect a wire, right, to these six thousand union leaders, right, and then the salt that they generate, uh, will create endless energy that we can use to pay, right, for the UBI. Right, right. I didn't even know, right, that we have 6,000 union leaders in Singapore. We have 6,000 union. We have 6,000 different unions. But what are they doing? I have no idea. I honestly... I, I are we paying them to do something? I, I didn't even know that we have so many fucking union leaders. I don't leaders. think union leaders are paid in terms of uh, stipend or anything, but... Well, I mean, we can we can always talk about it when we go do more research on NTUC. Not the so what are union leaders? What do they lead? Uh, all, we are not unionized country. All, all There's no such it. thing as a they union. Are, they are a source of renewable energy and we are completely missing the opportunity. PAP will disagree. PAP will say NTUC is the, the trade union. The trade union center that you have to go to register your union. Everything is linked to the government. So it is unionized in a certain way, but it is not... The unions are not free to roam. Basically, it's not a union lah. Basically, they don't Wait, want... On, do you love the PAP? Yes, I love the PAP. Of they don't I want unions to have too much power. That's the Clearly, we all know that. Yeah. Because no, that was our opinion. So anyway, Charles Yeo wants to shoot people. Um, <laughs> he posted on his Instagram. <laughs> uh, at first, he didn't say in Minecraft, by the way. He's just like, I, I'm everybody who doesn't believe. Charles Yeo, come and, come and shoot me. Because you know what? I want a maximum wage. I don't want minimum. I'm more progressive than you. Fuck you. <laughs> Come and shoot me, ah! Do it yourself. Don't ask the don't ask the police. Don't ask the army to do it. Come and fucking do it yourself. Then later he included. Oh, by the way, everything I said I meant in Minecraft. I'm you should be shot in Minecraft, okay? Not literally, yeah, just metaphorically, just being shot. Somewhere. Let me just read out his comment. All things considered, I have I have really two things to say. The first is that one thousand three hundred minimum wage, whilst a very commendable move by the WP as a start. In the context of the Pepe's refusal to implement any minimum wage, it's still very low and would work out to around $6.5 per hour given that most of these low-wage workers work about 10 hours a day. People who oppose minimum wage need to be shot. I'm not even kidding. It's fucking disgusting how they think they can get away with oppressing the voiceless! Instead, he suggested a figure of 17000 to 200 no, seventeen hundred to $2,000. <laughs> I'll bet with the caveat that he's not an economist. Yeah, I would I would say two thousand is Yeah. I don't think thousand eight to two thousand is, is what I would I would ex- I was expecting WP to uh, raise. But let's just get one thing clear first, okay? This is now let's let's move away from economics. Let's just get one thing clear. This is all right. Government policies to begin with one. Correct not. We have massive importation of labor from overseas. Which oh depresses no, John is going to go on that rent again. Which go depresses ahead. wages across the, the across the board, not just for locals but for everyone. And then right now you want more government policies, right? You're going to fix policies that were, that was fucking up everybody to begin with. Great fucking job. <laughs> we love the PAP, yeah, by the way. This is not a criticism of the government. You know what? Let's 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 have an experiment now, okay? Let's just do an experiment. Let's remove Let's have a net negative right of one law per year. Let's just try that for, for the time. Let's just have, by the end of this year, right, let's remove the feeding pigeon is illegal law. Let's try that first. Let's remove that law. Then after that, we can talk about minimum wage. Then after that, we can talk about 377A. Okay, let's progressively move up the fucking ladder. 
Okay, if we can't even remove this feeding pigeon law, right? And then if you think that by removing this law, everybody is going to suddenly start feeding pigeons, right? And the pigeon population will explode, right? Then fucking your problem is not the pigeon law, it's the government and yourself. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. Okay, without Dan Wong, we have no magical moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have John's rant. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, no, now we understand how the Longan kitties work. Yeah. You know, without without Dan here, everything just falls to shit. No, without no. Dan, we have John's soapbox. John's soapbox. <laughs> yeah, John's soapbox. <laughs> can you can you two also come out with your own shtick? We need, like, Angie's musical corner and maybe Jerry's... Uh, Animal animal moments or some some <laughs> shit like that, lah, right? Angie's pawpaws. What? Whatever fuck lah. That sounds like extremely sexual. Only you would Angie, I'm promoting I'm demoting you to NUS. Thanks. We are going to Tembusu right now. Okay. Alright. I'll go there and show my pawpaws. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You guys have any last <laughs> words on the topics that we've covered today? Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to Amos E being deported back, I guess. Kind oh, of. No, you are so fucking terrible. No. Gary of the Pigeon Law. Then we can have Amos E come back. Okay. Maybe <laughs> what is going to happen is that we will still have the Pigeon Law and Amos E back. Then we have failed. Long Gun Kitty has failed. Do yeah. not do not judge this as a failure on our part, but as a failure <laughs> failure of society <laughs> that we have produced all these laws and all these terrible people like Amos E. Jerry, okay, let's just blame it on Jer- Jerry as film. I think that way, right, we, we can feel better about ourselves. Okay. Jerry is your problem already. Yeah. Looks like you it. You have lived for, for so long. Jerry. You have caused all these things. Jerry, last words. Let's go. If you guys are going to blame me, does it mean I have to clear out my spare room so that I can, you know, house Amos when he comes back? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, that's a fucking great solution. Why didn't we think of that? I think what's going to happen is that Jerry is going to talk to Amos E every day. And then Amos E will just get Kill so himself. yeah yeah, just yeah exactly he'll just door, be like right? oh my god just get me out of this fucking misery just yeah. kill me now just kill me now but he cannot jump out because this is it's all grilled this oh is because cats. of your cats yeah. this is a uh, cruel and inhumane uh, locking me up I with feel Jerry. bad for Amos E even though this is a completely like <laughs> hypothetical situation. Okay, and with that, that will be the end of the episode. We thank you all for listening today to our <laughs> fabulous nonsense. We love you guys, especially if you start listening from episode one. Uh, please don't. Do not take this as an invitation to go back yeah, to our don't old episodes. Just this is from, not an invitation. Just start from episode 50 onwards. Yeah. I think it's fine. Anything before episode 50, we... Uh, we disavow. Yeah, disavow. we disavow. Yeah, it's disavow. like nothing to do with us. It's just yeah. a bunch of people it's that a, we don't It's know. our doppelgangers. Uh, yeah. They are actually time travelers. They are all Amos E in disguise. And they have uh, impersonated us and created mm. this podcast. Yep. Uh, we have since killed the doppelgangers and fully resumed our regular programming from. Which from is why, 50. which is why you you see such a great improvement suddenly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously, that's the right explanation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we love PAP.